Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. Welcome, ballers. It has been a minute, and so we thought we would bring you an off-season special. Uh, this is the season review, and to run through it all, I've got Stormo. Hey, buddy. All right, Pitsy, what's happening? Isn't it odd that we're uh, all back together? <laughs> it's an odd season <laughs> special. <laughs> you yeah, okay? Good. Yeah, I'm all right. It's been, uh, been a while since we've been able to get on here, so... Good do you know how many back. days? Do you know how many days it's been since the last pod? Ooh, I have not looked into that view. No, no, I was just wondering if you knew. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, I'll look into it for you. <laughs> Sweet, and back from his contract dispute midway through the season, stocks is here, everybody. Yo, what's happening, ballers? Welcome to another episode of the Odd Season Special. That was uh, just a little dry run as I'm going back to five yard at the this time next week will be my first show back. So I had to had to prepare, you know, try yes. and get back to my old my old self. Um, what's happening, fellas? It's been many many days. Um, it, it's good. Do to you be know back. how many it's been? <laughs> I, I wasn't on the last one, so why would I know when the last? A few days. Yeah, I don't know. You might have been really keen and knew everything. No, no. You going back to five yard is literally the most exciting thing ever, uh, and it also means that the start for this pod will now make all the sense again. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. So, how's the off season go, boys? Yeah, right. Well, um, not not done a lot. Not done any research for the draft. The draft's in a couple of days. Literally, I have no clue about anything. But you know, all's good. I'm ready. Love it. Uh, Stocks. You. Um, we haven't had a, a five yard pod for a couple of days. Actually, are you? Uh, you gearing up for it? Do you say you're you back on on Monday? Thursday. Thursday. So the flagship show is moving to a Thursday, and nice. uh, we're going to be back next Thursday. Draft night. Murph and I will be. Talking draft stuff, I imagine. I've not had a show doc yet, but it is a week away, so I imagine it will be draft related. But yeah, next Thursday. A week away, oh, nice. a week away, a week. Is that away. did you choose Thursday just so you can still make guest appearances on this on a Tuesday? <laughs> that that was it. When I when I went back, I said, "Listen, the ballers pod is a really important mind. one." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tuesday well, night. Contractual agreements. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just because it means I can get the dock on a Monday or a Tuesday, and then I've got a couple of days to plan for the pod and, and be fighting fit and ready. Amazing. I cannot wait, mate. I cannot wait. Sweet. Right, let's go talk about our pod then. Uh, obviously, the more important one of the two. Um, nope. This pod, we're going to go through quite a few things, recapping the 22 season. And to start it all off, just like the last two seasons we've had, we're going to go through the win-loss records for each season, run through this season's win-loss games, um, 
And so we will actually begin with the current league champion, Sir Simon. He has been in the league all three seasons, and they have gone like this. In 2020, he went 8-5. and 2021, he went 9-5. and And then this last season, he went 10-4 and and became the champ. So perfect progression over the three seasons. This season, uh, 10 wins for Simon went like this. Week one against Susie, two against Stocks, three Ollie, four Dan, five Storm, six Thacker, eight Pitsy. Week 10 for Dan, 13 for Rob, 14 against Stormo. His four losses came in weeks seven against Rob, nine against Mark, 11 against me, 12 against Susie. Um, And just like last season as well, we're going to talk about the four-game blocks as well, what they look like. So he went 4-0, 3-1, 1-3, and and then 2-0 to finish the season. So that does not include the playoffs. Pretty pretty nice, nifty season for him. Yeah, good little... Had a bit of a blip there in the the third trimester. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But he pulled pulled through and ended up winning and being a regular season champ as well, which is, um, you know, unheard of in these parts of the, the pod world and fantasy world. So, yeah. Yeah, week well. 9, 11 and 12 didn't uh, look so great for him, did it? But, you know, you've got to win ugly sometimes and, you know, pull through at the end and win when the counts. So, yeah, and he just finished off strong after that little blip in the middle. Yeah, no, it was good. Very, very good from uh, the new season champ. And, yeah, for him to go from 8 and 5, 9 and 5, and then 10 and 4, he's, uh, he's got himself together and he's, it worked out really well for him. So it'll be interesting to see then the rest of the, the league and how their progression have gone and or which way regression potentially as well. <laughs> are right. we are we are we expecting an even stronger season next year in eleven and three then from Simon with his progression? And yeah, is, it would have, have to be. Is ten and four the the biggest? Um, has anybody had a better regular season? Um, let's, we will. No, I think ten and four Stormer when he was champ, he went ten and four. No, what? Susie, Susie went eleven and three. Oh, eleven and three. Yes, yeah. but didn't win it. Mm. Yeah, and then Dan was ten and three his first season as well, so he did well and won it. All the the champions have always gone worse off the season after. So, so there's a regression after winning. After winning, yeah, it's as though they can't be bothered anymore. They've done what they need to do. <laughs> Sell their team and move to Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right then, here's up for uh, second place. So second place, we have um, the Jamaican bobsled team, uh, led by Mr. Thacker, um, who went from 7-6 and six in 2020, coming 6, 4-10 and 10 in 21, finishing last, then to 6-8 and eight in the regular season. But I had a crazy finish and then just smashed everyone in the playoffs and uh, just fell short at the last hurdle, uh, the last ice bend, uh, and come, came second. Uh, thank so, you, yeah. you're dead. Yeah, you're dead, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was quite quite like if they were going to make a movie of our league, I think it would be about Thacker and his season last year. Um, so his wins, he got a winning week one against Mark, back-to-back wins in eight and ten against Ollie. I don't know if that's back to back because one's week one, eight went one's week ten, maybe not back to back. Back to back for people. <laughs> back to back of persons. 
of all um, <laughs> week 12 against stocks weeks 13 against mark so the duo against mark and then 14 against dan and then he lost in week two against dan three against bitsy four against stock five against rob six against Simon, seven against Susie. How the fuck did he make the playoffs? I told you, this is very tough, very tough, this is. And then back-to-back losses against Storm, against me, nine and 11. That's how we do it in this league. (laughs) Um, And his four game blocks look like this. He went one and three, one and three, two and two, and two and oh. Finish the start, yeah, they finished the season off uh, beautifully. I don't understand how our league... Let him uh, win like that. Bananas. Like I think what uh one of I think my loss to Thacker was by a point. I think his win over me was a point, or the other way around. Um, so that was close. And you, but then we'll get to me in a little bit. But I started pretty strong, and then Thacker we sort of flip flopped, and he yeah. just rallied at the end. And I bet his wins were. His wins were all at the end when everyone was starting to falter. Thacker's team came good and he ploughed through everybody to make the playoffs and then just kept going. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was the way the perfect way to go. Obviously, he didn't quite win it. Absolutely. Uh, it all fell apart in the in the end. But, um, yeah, which is obviously why Simon got the win. But I think, yeah, the, the fact that he... So, I mean, Stormer was talking about the fairy tale. Um trial through but I think Storm's first season he went seven games the first seven in the in the in yeah it was he went 0 and seven in twenty twenty and came back to win six on the trot and then came third. So that was, I mean that was pretty good too. Yeah. So it uh it, it comes and goes, doesn't it? So right now that uh Stormo's back we can uh, talk about Stormo's uh <laughs> A little three-year cycle. Sorry, uh, I flipped out because I forgot I finished third and smashed my phone in in a half. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm back. back. I've calmed down. Well, now you are back, Stormer. Let's talk about that third. (laughs) Obviously, you went six and seven in 2020, as Pitsy was saying, coming third after losing the first seven, which is pretty respectable. Excuse me. Then you went 10 and four in 2021, becoming the champ. And... Somehow you went seven and seven this year and finished third overall, which is bananas when we, we talk about the scores and stuff later on. But your wins were week one against Ollie, week seven against Dan, eight against Mark, nine Thacker, ten Susie, eleven Thacker. So there's another back to back. And <laughs> uh, 13 against Pitsy. Your losses were in week two against Susie, week three against Rob. Four against Pitsy, five against Simon, six against me, and then twelve against Rob, and finally fourteen against Simon. So a pretty ugly playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was pretty ugly up until week seven. Your four game blocks looked like this: you went one and three, then you were two and two, and then you turned it around for a three and one third trimester, and then finished (laughs) one and one. So, you know, all in all, a pretty even season considering you. You probably got the best team in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what happened to be honest. Um, that two, three, four, five, and six was heartbreaking. Because especially uh, oh, you absolutely destroyed Ollie that first game. <laughs> and then I and thought then... I was going to start it off and got my emotions. Up. 
face and then lift. Yeah, it all just went Pete Tong, didn't you? You just thought, well, I, I think this is too easy. Do you know what? I'm too easy. I'm going to let everybody else have a win first and then I'll come back and finish in third. I am the champion after all from uh, yeah, the yeah. second season. So <laughs> It happens, mate. Yeah. I must say, it was, it was, I had some really good games and lost some really close high games. But that's Spanish football, isn't it? So it just makes it more fun, doesn't yeah. it? it? Makes you want to makes you want to practice the next week. Obviously, obviously, obviously. Right. Talk about the most important person in this whole uh, championship. Then fourth place. Fourth place. Um, you don't even get a bronze medal. You don't even get a fiver <laughs> to repay your entry for the next season. Uh, fourth place was you, Pissy. <laughs> what? And <shot>? you win. <laughs> You went six and seven in 2020 and finished fourth. In 21, you went eight and six and finished fourth. Then a better season with a 10 and four this year coming fourth. (laughs) That's my number. (laughs) (laughs) It's my number. That's all right, mate. It's a a good number. Um, Your wins were week one against Dan, two against Mark, three against Daka, four against Storm, five against Ollie, six against Rob. See, good start there. Nine against Susie, 11 versus Simon, 12 Mark, 14 Susie. You had your first loss was week seven against uh, the most famous man in the pod, Stock. Yes, yes, that was me. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) And then week eight against Simon, week 10 against Robin, 13 against myself. Your four-game block, 4-0, nice, tidy, 2-2, 3-1, and and 1-1. It looked nice. I just couldn't put it together in the playoffs. Everybody just fell apart in my team and thought, nah, we've had enough. Ten games was was good. Standard pity, <laughs> choking in the playoffs. <laughs> that is not right. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not right. It's not you, mate. I'm really messing. Um, I just, yeah, four, a fourth just seems to be my number. I want everybody else to have fun in the league, you see. Yeah. It was good because you inside that competition, you were really, you were neck and neck, weren't you? For... Yeah, yeah, back and forth all <laughs> the way up through the season. Both of you were four. Went, you went four and zero, or I can't remember six and zero. Uh, before you went seven and zero together. So yeah, it was um, it was a good little, little, good little competition little in a league competition. Yeah. yeah, man. Right then, fifth place then was Rob. He went five and eight in twenty twenty, finishing ninth. Then he went eight and six in twenty twenty one, beating me and finishing third. And then seven and seven in twenty twenty two, coming in fifth. Uh, his wins were in week one against Stocks, three versus you, Stomo, five, Thacker, seven, Simon, ten, Pitsy, twelve, Storm, fourteen, Stocks. Then his losses were week two against Ollie, four, Mark, six, Pitsy, eight, Susie, nine, Dan, eleven, Susie, thirteen, Simon. And Rob's four game blocks were absolutely incredible. He went two Look and two, two and two, two and two, one and one. So he literally exactly, mate. I couldn't believe it when I when I started writing it out. Like, but yeah, the fact that he was he was like win loss, win loss, win loss. Then he had a double loss in eight and nine, and it went flip flopped back to then win loss, win loss, win loss. Mad mate. I just can't seem to beat Rob. Apparently, looking at that, seems to be my bogey team. You get the double on you as well. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Fucking Rob, dude. Yeah, yeah, double against Stocks, double against Storm. Bad times, guys, bad times. Yeah, man. Next season's our season. I've got a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, win something. I've got to come in in the top three at least. No, 
Good. Uh, so yeah, two, 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 and then one, one. So fair play. That was. <clears throat> it's a shame he didn't kind of finish in second just to kind of really top it all off. Yeah. Although I did have his pick, so I was pleased he finished up bang on five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it helped you quite nicely. That. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So after Rob in sixth place was Susie. She went six and seven in 2020, but came last. Then 11 and three, best in-season record, but sadly came second in 2021. And then this year she went eight and six and finished sixth. Her wins were in week two against Storm, week four against Ollie, week six against Mark, week seven against Thacker, week eight against Rob. Uh, The back-to-back against Rob, because in week 11 she beat him again. Week 12, Simon, and 13, Ollie. And then her losses were week one against Simon, week three against me, week five against Dan, nine against Pitsy, ten against Stormer, and then Pitsy in week 14 again. So you did the double over Susie this year, Pitsy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her four-game four blocks were two and two, three and one, two and two, and one and one. So strong strong season from Susie, but again, it just it never really came together for her to put a run into the playoffs. Yeah. Do you know the thing that I've kind of noticed as well? When who was it came so Susie went last in the very in her in the first year, didn't she? She then came yeah. second the year after. Yeah. When Thacker came last, he then went second the year after. So who was last this year? And it wasn't me. Mark. So Mark. So Mark he needs to pull his finger out and come second to make he this come second, continue. That's good. That's good. So, he's got a chance. It means he's got a chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the statistics here tells us that Mark is actually going to come second, and I'm going to come fourth. So <laughs> just type it in now, and we'll see who else wins. <laughs> Stocks. That means you can come third or first, mate. This there's still hope, hope for you. Well, that would be nice. <laughs> Good, yeah, not uh, not a bad season. I think she was expecting a bit more. She was up and down and kind of third for a while throughout the season as well, wasn't she? Yeah, faded towards the end. Yeah, right. Here's with Ollie then, Stomo. The the Deathmaster um, had a remarkable season, finishing in seventh. Um, in his first season, he went three and ten, but in the toilet bowl, it messed things up a bit, and he ended up finishing eighth overall. Uh, he went one for thirteen and twenty-one, finishing ninth. But this season he went six and eight, finishing seventh, and just missing out on the playoffs. Just missing out on the playoffs. He got some big yes. sculpts. Big sculpts against Robin week two, Dan in week six, Mark in seven, Stocks in nine, back to back Stocks in eleven, <laughs> and then Dan in twelve. <laughs> um, and then his uh, his losses were week one against me. Three against Simon, four against Susie, five against Pitsy, eight against Thacker, back to back against Thacker in 10, 13 Susie, and 14 Mark. Um, and his four game blocks were one and three, two and two, three and one, oh and two. That third trimester was pretty good. Yeah, man. It seems to be a good trimester for a lot of people. Well, except Simon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he had a good season all around. So, yeah. 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 He was allowing that. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, and really good to see Ollie actually getting past 
quite a few teams there and, and getting himself six wins and finishing in seventh. It's obviously positive after these first two seasons of nothingness and yeah, this be, team be starting to come together again. I yeah, think he has some good rookies and his QB stepped up, didn't he? Yeah, Q, he, yeah, that quarterback trade was very good for him and his rookie running back was very good too. So it's, it's starting to look up for him, which is good. Good for the league anyway. Yeah. Right, on, on to you now, Stocks. You have been with us only for two seasons. So in 2021, you went 3 and 11, finishing in eighth. Then a crazy roller coaster of a season this year, going 6 and 8 and finishing in eighth, which is bonkers to say that you went 3 and 11 the first season and eighth and 6 and 8. So I'm still in eighth. But I think that was all to do with the uh, toilet bowl was the issue, wasn't it, in the, your first season? But we rectified that. Yeah. Although, if we're going along statistics in this podcast, I'm going to finish eighth. Yeah. Yeah, means, that's means first Means first and third are still available. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you guys are looking looking up. Anyway, your wins <laughs> came in week three against Susie, four against Thacker, five against Mark, six against Storm, seven against Pitsy. What a run that was. And then 13 against Dan. Uh, then your losses were week one against Rob, two against Simon. You had that little break, and then you went eight against Dan, nine against Holly, ten against Mark, eleven against Holly, twelve against Stack, and fourteen against Rob. Your four game blocks looked like this: it was two and two, three and one, zero oh and four, and then one and one. And that's Our that third trimester was definitely not good for you. Him and Simon, not good. So where champions are made in that third trimester. <laughs> <laughs> then you had the. The double loss against the Ollie as well. Yeah, ouch. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. It was the uh, win in week thirteen against Dan, which was that was brutal. Yeah, and ruined your whole ruined your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much did. <laughs> yeah. Bad times. Bad times. But, Good. Well, it's it's looking looking good for you this season. You've got a, a nice few picks to come out so you are building a championship roster and it's, it's it is taking shape you just wanted to get a few extra pieces on your on your team which is why you threw a few more losses in well i did play to win just i haven't got a running back um i don't know if you shared the stats i shared with you pitsy about running back value in this league with stormo but it's fucking bananas <laughs> Yes, Stomo may or may not have had a, a, a slight conversation with me about uh, the, the the value of running backs in this league. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware. That's crazy. That's crazy. But anyway, um, I shouldn't give away my draft secrets. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to ninth place. That was Dan, uh, just below me. Um, he's had a fall from grace in his first season when he went 10 and 3. And became the first Ballers champion, beating my uh, team. But that's before <laughs> me, so apparently we fell off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> he went nine and five in 2021, finishing sixth, and then five and nine in 2020, finishing ninth. So it's been a bit of a downhill spiral for Dan. This season, his wins came in week two against Thaka, week three against Mark, five Susie, eight me, nine and Rob, and then his losses were 
Um, Dan's <laughs> losses were week one against Pitsy, four against Simon, six against Ollie, seven against Storm, ten against Simon, eleven against Mark, twelve against Ollie, and fourteen against Thacker. I know you've got us. No, you Dan lost against you in week thirteen. That was right. You're right. Apologies. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Pitsy. <laughs> Uh, I, I, um, I'll, I'll rectify this Dan with a pitsy typo it says Dana's four game blocks were two and two two and two one and three and oh and two so, Dana 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 <laughs> or Dana <laughs> Dana White yeah do you know yeah that, that was that was hard that 10 11 12 13 14 for Dan it just wasn't crumbled it? absolutely yeah fell apart massively fell apart yeah, so that's definitely where his downfall was. Um, so, champions, well, yes, um, you've got this is what you've got to come. You go from really high to then absolutely dismal. Yep. <laughs> so, but if, if you look at that now, Dan in 20, what's he got? 21, he finished sixth. 22, he finished ninth. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to start a trend as well. The trend should probably come back up again, but. Uh-huh. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, mate. You never know. Yeah, still Hopefully. to be trended here. Finally, in 10th place was Mark. Um, he went 4 9 in 2020, finishing 7th. Seven, 7 7 7 in 21, finishing 7th. Well, that was cool. Uh, and then 5 and 9 this season, finishing last. His five wins were in week four against Rob, 9 against Simon, 10 against Stocks, 11 against Dan, and 14 against Ollie. And his losses were in week one against Thacker, two against Pitsy, three against Dan, five against Stocks, six against Susie, seven against Ollie, eight against Storm, 12 against Pitsy, and 13 against Thacker. His four four game block were one and three, oh and four, three and one, and one and one. Oh, that thread trimester's throwing some yeah. Uh, yeah. weird stuff out. His, his second, second and first trimester were Dodge, but his third, yeah. he had a strong third. Bad times. Uh, well, I, I just don't get his team. Like he, he probably should have finished in seventh again this season. And the other thing that I also have seen is five and nine is the last person. That's that means we've got quite a strong, strong league to say that we had five wins for the person, person who came in last. When you think a few seasons, or the last couple of seasons, it's been like. Three, a one and thirteen, yeah. or a one and thirteen as well. So yeah, yeah. But as I, mean, I said, everyone's last get, place everyone's is going to come there, in second. Uh, yeah. All right. Just uh, quickly too, looking at everyone's all-time win-loss totals. Uh, top in the table is the current champion, actually Simon. He is on twenty-seven and fourteen. Then it is Susie on twenty-five and sixteen. Dan then comes next with twenty-four and seventeen. On exactly the same as me, 24 and 17. Stormo's just behind on 23 and 18, but is an actual champion as well. Obviously, Dan was a champion too. Uh, Rob is then 20 and 21, so the first of the negatives, so under 500s here. Uh, then Thacker 17 and 24. Mark is 16 and 25. Ollie is 10 and 31. And he got quite a lot of those wins this season. And then at the bottom, obviously, he's only been in two seasons, but Stocks is on nine and nineteen. Yeah, you'll, you'll catch you'll catch Ollie, I reckon. Yeah, the fact that you've one season behind uh, Ollie and only one win away from him as well, which is is pretty damn good. 
there's things to be positive on there, stocks. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disheartened. I was looking at my squad. Um, I, I think it's pretty good. I've made some moves, um, and I'm I'm not disheartened. Good, 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 good. Right then, <clears throat> moving on to looking at each player's highest scoring game week from the last season. This was quite enlightening. Uh, the top score of everybody was 464 points. That was insane from you, Stormo, in week one versus Ollie. Yeah. Obviously, that was a win. Um, in fact, there was all of these scores were wins apart from one, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, so next up, the next closest to you then was 423 points, which was Simon against Rob in week 13. I then had third highest score, which is fourth, 413 points in week four versus you, Stomo, and that was a win. Then under 400 points, we go to Rob, who had 378 in week 12 against you, Storm. So there seems to be a lot of victories over you. Yeah, this next one's a tough one, though. So this was the, the loss. So the highest score for Thacker was 358 points. In week 11 versus Stormo, but you actually beat him. So that was a, a tough one to take, but it was his highest score he'd ever got this season, and uh, he still lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then Dan, 352 points, was his highest score, which was week two versus Thacker for the win. Susie's top score was 344 in week two against you, Stormo. Through just one point below that was Ollie's highest score, which was 343, and that was week seven against Mark for the win. Uh, Mark's highest score was 320 points, and that was in week four versus Rob for the win. And finally, 303 points was Stocks' highest score, and that came in week three versus Susie for the win, uh, which... Get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. Oh, anyone, wanna, anything? Anyone want to have anything about those scores for now? No, not really. My team's cack. <laughs> Two hundred three is your highest score for the season, which bodes well for the rest of what we're about to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Although to say that you got a, quite a fair few wins as well, though that it's that three hundred points mark, isn't it? Well, four teams got their highest score against me. Obviously, one was a loss, but. That's still crazy as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. You you've you've done well there. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the lowest lowest scoring game weeks for each team then. So the lowest of every team was 144 points. Uh, unfortunately, again, that was stocks <laughs> in week 10 versus Mark for the loss. Uh, in fact, all of these were losses. Um, so then the next lowest was Thacker. His lowest score was 170 points. That was week six versus Simon. 172 points was Mark's lowest total. That was in week 12 versus me. 189 points for Ollie in week 10 versus Thacker for his uh, lowest points. Then there was 199 points for Dan, his lowest score. That was in week 11 versus Mark. 216 points was my lowest score, and that was against you, Stormo, in week 13. Uh, 221 was Rob's lowest. That came in week 9 versus Dan. 226 points for Susie in week 9 versus me was her lowest score that she ever got this season. 
Uh, Stomo, your lowest was 235 points in week six versus Stocks. That's what Stocks give you a battering. Battering me. And finally, the best lowest points total was 251 points for the champion Simon in week 11 versus me. And he lost. So there were some really, really low scores this year. Um, I don't think we've had as low scores as these in in the last couple of years. But we then also had really high scores as well, though, didn't we? Yeah, it's bonkers. It's it just, it's. I mean, I know Stocks absolutely loves our scoring system. Um, but Does he? Yeah, he's not mentioned it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nuts how we have some absolutely shocking scores, but also some incredible scores and everything in between which I guess is why this league is so all over the place and why everybody can beat each other on a, any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stocks is loving that. Yeah. Saving it all up for season start to tell us about the scoring again anyway. <laughs> all right, so after looking at those high, highs and low scores, it made me think about um, saying if you get over 300 points, you have a good chance of getting a win. Like we were talking about Stocks and his 303 being his highest score. Um, So we took a quick look at games over 300 for the 2022 season. Uh, Top in the chart was you, Stormo, with 11 300-plus games. How many wins did you actually get? Um, Seven. Did I get seven and seven, I think? So you had 300-plus... Sorry, 11 300-plus games, but you only won seven of them. So that's, that's nuts. Yeah. Uh, followed closer by Sai, who had 10, and he got 10 wins. I don't know whether all of those 10 over 300s were wins, but he uh, he got 10. And then on his own with eight 300-plus games was Rob. And then there was a group of four teams with only five 300-plus games. That was me, Thacker, Susie, and Dan. Then we moved down to two teams with only two 300-plus games, and that was Mark and Ollie. And we already know that Stocks... Had one game, no, three three no. points. Was we don't know that I only had one game. We know that my <laughs> your highest score was three o three. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry, Stubbs. <laughs> sorry, I shall read it then. Then all alone on just one game over three hundred points was Stocks. There you go. <laughs> I'd uh, I'd like to bet a small fortune that my only game over three hundred points. Um, yeah, that that was terrible, was a, wasn't it? It was a good game, that was it. Uh, was it yes? Uh, who was the one win? Oh no, I don't know when it was. It was against Susie in week three when. Oh yes, when you got three or three. Yeah, good shout. Well played. How well did I know? I I played people when they were not playing teams. I I don't know how I didn't come last. How did I win any games? there was there was a good section in the middle slash at the start where a lot of teams started really well on like the 400 points and then all the points just seemed to disappear and even the nfl was just having random weird scores which then transferred into fantasy as well did it yeah sure did dude always does Happy days. Happy days. Stormo, you've got something now. Yeah, so um, a couple of weeks ago, I asked the, the group some questions. Um, 
and we're just going to go through those answers, really. So uh, just to remind you what the questions were, who was your team's MVP? Who was the letdown of the season from your team? Who was your rookie of the year? And just a bonus question if you wanted to answer it. Which player, league-wide, so anyone in the league, your team or not, or anywhere, surprised you the most? Um, and what we've decided to do, uh, Pitsy and I have had a chat that we're going to hold off the, the rookie question for the rookie review pod. Um, so here are the answers for uh, those other questions. So we'll start with Dan. Dan's team MVP said it was fairly easy, although not a standout in the league, um, as the rest of his team did, didn't do anything. Um, big list of non-performers, he called them. Um, so the standout guy on the team was Ramondre Stevenson, and he said he's so glad he didn't trade him away. Start of the season, me and him had a little conversation about Stevenson, and he almost, almost pulled the trigger on the trade that we went for, but and he last second pulled out, and uh, yeah, he was quite glad that he didn't. Yeah, it worked out quite well. Uh, his biggest, or his letdown of the season was his whole team, all of them, team letdown. <laughs> <laughs> A bit, a bit bitter. Um, his biggest heartache had to be uh, Gaskin, Miles Gaskin. He went from a top-tier running back scoring 393 points um, to only 23. Um, so, yeah, it was a massive disappointment for him. Uh, he says he couldn't name more, but he'll he'll stop there. Which is, I say, I can understand that kind of heartache with that kind of yeah. points difference. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's horrible, is that? Uh, and his bonus, which player surprised him the most? Uh, he thinks he's going to go with T-Law, uh, Trevor Lawrence. After his first season and after the Jags season they had, uh, he would not have placed Trevor as a top 10 QB. Not that he doubted his pre-NFL record. Um, he just hadn't shown shown that last year and the Jags hadn't shown that. So, And obviously now he's a Jags fan because he moved. Um, yeah, he showed that the Jags are, you know. Yeah, yeah he lives in Jacksonville, so it's kind of his home team, as they say. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's, he's a traitor. <laughs> Well, it's better than being a Finns <laughs> fan, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's true. For it. uh, but yeah, no, that's totally understandable about Trevor. Trevor is like a, a massive turnaround, didn't he? So that was, yeah, he was good to watch. Well, he just, it's just the fact that he had a good coach actually coaching him rather than... Yeah, that's what you can tell. Talent's there, but coach plays a massive part, doesn't it? Yeah, he was too busy squeezing ladies' bottoms in clubs. Yeah, which, you know, it's understandable in some parts of the world, apparently. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, we all like to squeeze <laughs> ladies' bottom, but... <laughs> <laughs> Preferably the one that you married to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, ladies, if you're listening, wives, we like to squeeze your bottoms. No one else's. <laughs> just, just in case. Just yeah. <laughs> like they'll be listening. Uh, I actually offered uh, Robert trade for T Law recently, but he shot me down, saying it was nowhere near what he wanted for him. So. We'll get on to Rob and his trades. We're going to talk about that now. Have we got time? Oh, well, we, we might do. We'll get through these questions and we'll see if we can shout about it at the end. We'll see. All right. So, Thacker's up next. Uh, who was his team's MVP? Derek Henry, of course. Mr. Game was still the most points. Um, yeah, that's two of the last two teams. Their MVPs have been running backs I've traded away. So, I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thacker's uh, letdown let of the season was, of course, Russell Wilson. Not having a quarterback meant his team just couldn't compete in the close games. Yeah, that's fair. That's him saying that, not me, by the way. Um, and then... Uh, Wilson was pants. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, mm-hmm. 
And then his bonus, which player surprised him the most throughout the whole league? And Josh Jacobs came out as his bonus being the running back one. Um, and I guess that's Jalen Hurt or Jalen Hurts and his season or Jacobs being Hurt and his season? Uh, <laughs> no, was, I think it was uh, quarterback Hurts and his, his yeah, season was a surprise for him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Just another pitsy typo there. Thacker, apologies. Yeah. Apologies. It's probably, a co- it's probably a copy and paste. Oh, yeah, it was a copy and paste, so. to be fair, yeah. <laughs> Don't take all the blame, Pitsy. I'll, I'll, I'll bet Thanks, you. Mate. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah, no, I agree with the uh, Jacobs thing, which is a spoiler alert for later on, but um, Hurts and his season as well was a, a huge surprise. Well, I mean, we knew he was good, but for him to be that good and perform that well in the Super Bowl as well, which was just nuts. So, fair play. Rob's answers very fast. Number one, Josh Jacobs. Number two, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Number four, Kelsey doing the business again. When he thinks he's past it, he does it again. A fantasy unicorn. So I'm obviously running, that, mate. running through those, his his number one was an, again the best running back in the in the league this year for our our setup was Josh Jacobs. He was his MVP. Um he also has Jonathan Taylor, and he was his letdown. So he didn't help that he got injured, did he? So he kind of didn't really do much for his team. But then, yeah, Kelsey doing the business as always. Fantasy yeah. unicorn is definitely right. He's, I just, how long do you think he's going to go on for? I reckon he's got two more seasons. Huh. I, want him, I, I want him at least four, but I mean, I'm just being. <laughs> You've been great, greedy now. Yeah. Do you want to hear my spicy hot take for what's going to happen to Travis Kelsey? Go whoa, on. whoa. Go on. Okay. So next year, there's a tight end coming out from Georgia called Brock Bowers. And he is better than Kyle Pitts. Like This guy is unbelievable as a tight end. Kansas City will either trade Kelsey away or trade up to get Brock Bowers and just slot him right in with Mahomes for the Kelsey role and just keep doing exactly what they're doing. Oh, boy. I like that. Write that down. Yeah. I like that. Really early bet for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs to trade up for Brock Bowers, do it. (laughs) Nice. You should do it yourself. I don't think it's open, mate. That's a long way away. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. All right, go then, Storm out. So, yeah, Simon's picks were MVP Jalen Hurts, four times QB1, four times QB2, three times QB3, and twice QB4. Overall, QB3 on the season, truly set. Um, yeah, he did well. And so he was up there with the Thacker mentioning him as well as a surprise. And, yeah, we've talked about him. Let down Alan Robinson. The Steelers, Alan Robinson, total <laughs> dud. Uh, total dud that the Steelers had just signed. Uh, even when the cup <laughs> went down, they couldn't get going with Stafford. Only played 11 games, rode the line most, most of the season. Bust. <laughs> Let it out, sir. Tell us how you really feel, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and bonus, and I'm all for this pick that he's picked as his bonus. Jared Goff um, seemed to be holding onto his starting spot by a thread after last season. Um, however, he turned it around this year. Imagine as a low-tier QB1, 4,214 4, yards, 29 touchdowns, um, and he was guiding one of the 
most prolific offenses in the NFL. Love the Lions last yeah. season. They were so good. Didn't see it so coming. Fun um, to watch. I think he, um, he, you know, it kind of felt like he didn't have that number one pick pressure at the Lions as he did when he was at the Rams. And because yeah. they traded him away, it's just everyone thought he was going to be a dud as, you know, but that Lions offense was the nuts. And Jamal Williams helped with that. But yeah, no, Goff was good with two. I'll, I'll give him that. He had some good wide receivers as well to play it to. Right, let's move on. Susie's, her MVP, probably my boy Pollard. This is her again. Uh, she's been on the Pollard hype train for a long time now. And everybody sees it gutted about the injury, but hopefully he'll be back just as strong bicep curl emoji. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, her letdown was Cortland Sutton. Agree again, Suze. She expected him to do better with Ross at the helm, but it turns out Wilson is trash. Trash can emoji. Nice. <laughs> I like that. She, uh, she doesn't have a bonus, so I'm no, going to put it down. I'm going to put it down with that she got to meet the man, the myth, the legend stocks at the NFL game in London. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like cool. that. I think that's what she wrote because you just didn't want to add that on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have definitely left that in. <laughs> nice. Yeah, those, those two are they're good. I'm hoping Pollard does come back. Obviously, they've let Z go and kept Pollard. So yeah, they need something. They need Pollard back. I was saying, got a running back, have they? No, he's, I think he's he's, des- he's, he's uh, down to start the off-season workout. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll be okay. We'll see. Anyway, we're on to Mark. Mark's MVP was Goff. Uh, pretty much my whole team was shit last year. Goff was my shining light. Uh, Quarterback eight, not too bad. <laughs> I think he needs to tweet Goff. I think, I think Goff needs that as, in a tweet. Jared yeah, Goff, you were my shining light last shining year. Shining light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the fact that, and also the fact that they said quarterback eight, not too bad. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, his letdown was pretty much his whole team. That's why I finished bottom. Uh, bottom where do yeah. I start? Lance, Stafford, Harris, Penny, Edmonds, Hunt, Bateman, Fan. The list could go on and on. His surprise player has got to be Geno Smith. Geno, what a beast. Yeah, the fact that Gino kind of absolutely dominated in Seattle was was pretty good. But yeah, Mark's team was definitely a big letdown. Can can I piggyback onto the back of that? And I know I'm missing it. I'm skipping all these answers here. But my my MVP was was Gino. I think um, just because of how I picked him up off the waivers, not even at the start of the season, but a few weeks into the season, and he. He was partially the reason for my wins. It was it was a toss up between AJ Brown and Gino, but yeah, good choices. Yeah, I just I had because he and and also he played his way into a three year contract. I mean, he's been in this league what seven eight years millions now, of years. Yeah, it was trying to back up for Rivers. Uh, yeah, it was he was dead and buried really, wasn't he? Yeah, and then he gets to Seattle, sits behind Russ. Russ goes and then. Gina goes out. Doesn't he break like loads of Seattle records as well? Yeah. Russ yeah. yeah, boy yeah. got paid. So good stuff, Gino. Yeah, fair play to him. Fair play. Um, Wait, oh, sorry. Go on. No, do, you want, do you want my others or should we come back? Yeah, yeah. no, carry on. Carry on, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah keep going with yours. Um, my letdown. Um, I'm not really sure where to start with that. I think 
I think it's probably my running back room. Um, although Tyler Algier actually turned out to be pretty good and could be the starting running back for the Falcons next year. I traded for uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and J.K. Dobbins, and Dobbins got injured, and Clyde Edwards-Eclair, we might as well call him, is useless. So, <laughs> Tastes good. Yeah. Not not having starting running backs in this league, as we know, is brutal. So, yeah, let let down was was the running backs. Yeah, and then my my bonus uh, answer for for the whole league was a tough one, but I think I think it's got to be Jalen Hurts for just what he did that no one really saw. Do you know? Like, yeah. It was just to see him do that and when you read about the guy as well and how wholesome he is and how down to earth and he's not flashy. Like you think of Oklahoma quarterbacks, you come out like Baker Mayfield running around, grabbing his junk on the sideline and being an absolute douche. And then Jalen Hurts loses his job halfway through the natty to tour, gets, you know, goes into the portal, goes to Oklahoma the Oklahoma team isn't as good as it has been, but Hurts is still fantastic gets drafted by the Eagles and then it's, it's players sits, like that. sits as well, isn't he? He sits, he sits yeah, exactly. year as well, doesn't he? So. But we're, we're so blinded by the media and, and shit like that that when it comes down to it, these players who are actually really good and they're just not God-fearing or law-abiding in a boring way, but because they're not in the media and like smashed into your face, because we are a minority market essentially here in the UK... It's players like Jalen Hurts that go under the radar until they burst out when perhaps they should have more hype because they're really good and we just don't see it. Yeah, no, I'd agree. You see, I I just love the way that he's gone about everything. Like his contract situation just came out of the blue, got a really good deal for himself. Um, I know he's still got a couple of years left on his actual existing contract, but they saw how good he was this last season and it wasn't... I mean, I know it's only just been one season that he's done it, but the fact that he did it in the Super Bowl kind of suggests that he isn't just a one-season one guy. It should be kind of go on because that's a lot of pressure in the Super Bowl. To play the way that he did in the Super Bowl was just nuts. So hopefully that's kind of... That's why he's got himself paid, I guess. And hopefully long may it continue. Makes sense. Yeah. Just good to watch, isn't it? It's fun to watch. Yeah, man. Cool. cool. Yeah. Right, man. We'll move on to Ollie. Ollie's MVP was Joe Burrow, as we talked about uh, before. The and trade that, yeah, yeah. that trade to get Burrow pretty much turned his life around. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Burrow was great. He's, he's also another one that's great to watch for a QB that gets hit so much. That's still alive. The man it hits, he's taken up, you know, just in awe of the guy. Um, and just makes it look effortless, which is, which is the best thing about him. It just makes football look easy. Yeah. Um, and he, Ollie said that that helped him get over the annoyance of not having Breeze anymore, which is understandable. And his letdown was Amari Rogers. Uh, he just said useless. <laughs> which yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. He didn't really just... feature, did he? <laughs> yeah, has he been traded away that. from? Has he been traded away from, or dropped from the Packers? He's with another team now, isn't he? Yeah, I don't even know where he is, to be honest. I don't know what he's doing there. But yeah, he's useless. Or has been useless anyway. Great. Right. Uh, on to me. My MVP was Jamal Williams. He was an absolute touchdown machine and kept my team going when everyone else was falling apart. 
Uh, he just uh, did he have most touchdowns in the? I don't know. He just yeah. He just came he, on he and scored loads, mate. Absolutely smashed it. So yeah, it was brilliant that I could kind of count on him to be ticking over. Uh, let down the season. Got it to say it was Matty Ice. Obviously, just so much of an expectation, a bit like Russell Wilson, but even worse. Um, supposed to be the next big thing for the Colts, and he just wasn't, and he got benched. So, yeah, that was gutting, absolutely gutting that he kind of finished off like that. And then my bonus of who surprised me for the league, um, I could have done two. Justin Fields was in my team. He absolutely smashed it and became my starter over... Um, who have I all? Who, who's the other one? Lamar. Jacobs. Lamar, thank you. Oh. Um, yeah, he kind of became the starter over Lamar. Obviously helped the fact that Lamar was injured as well, but I was starting him over Lamar when he was healthy. And then, but yeah, I put Josh Jacobs being the number one running back it was out of nowhere. So that was uh, my bonus too. Yeah, good. Got Fields was another one that was, Fields was another one that was quite surprising. Um I think, you know, he's got a, quite a way to go to be of like the Hurts kind of standard. His running is next level, same as Jackson. Um, but yeah, he just lacks, I think, the, the passing skill. Yeah, the passing game, yeah. Yeah. But it's today, if he, he can only improve, which is, you know, hopefully what we'll see. Just need a, an O-line for him so he can actually have time to yeah. play it, but... So um, I went, my MVP was Justin Jefferson. Um, he just slayed it at wide receiver last season. And with the strong wide receiver core that I have, he just edges my MVP. My biggest letdown was uh, Swift. We all know Swift was um, non-existent is probably a good word for him. Yeah. Um, and he just pretty much, once Williams just started scoring those TGs, he just literally lost everything and it doesn't look like. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with him next year, to be honest. Well, Williams isn't uh, part of the Lions team anymore, is he? So he's with the same. Yeah. They'll draft a running back or something, won't they? Say that again, sorry, Stocks. They've got David Montgomery. Oh, yeah, Montgomery went across, didn't he? Uh, moved him across, you're right. Yeah, so he's alive now. So that'd be another one where Montgomery gets all the work and Swift gets to hold the gloves and you know keep the... Gatorade topped up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my uh, my surprise was in my own team, um, and it was Evan Ingram. Um, he was pants. You know, he was toted to- as a top tie end coming out of college, and when he was at the Giants, he was just average. Um, <laughs> but he looked, he looked a completely different player in Jacksonville, uh, and him and T-Law had such a great connection. So he was my surprise, and I probably didn't play him as much as I should have. Uh, but just for that same arts oh, Ingram. So he's going to have one good game out of 13 and he was just consistent and, you know, loads of good ones. Love, love that. Yeah, it was good to see him. And that massively helped Trevor in the, later, later on in the season to kind of keep Jacksonville ticking over. It's, uh, it's got Evan Ingram paid as well, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's no way you got tagged, didn't he? So, but what, well, uh, tag, tie, that was uh, it. Yeah. A tie and tag's decent though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. There we go, boys. The 2022 season review part one done. And the reason I say that is because we spoke about, kind of teased it with the rookie review coming as part two. So we need to think about that, boys, and try and get that one in the books as well. Um, do you want to have a quick chat about trades or not? Well, I don't mind either way. 
But uh, there's been some chat. I mean, I feel like there's some beef going on between Thacker and uh, and Rob now. <laughs> do you think that's real, real life, factual beef, or do you think it's uh, just Rob messing about? Uh, it can't be beef, can it? Surely not. Well, I hope not. That'd be bad for the bad for the league. <laughs> Have to iron that out. I think we were talking about Rob's trades. Did you want to have any, you have anything to say, Stocks? Um, well, Stormo's just bailed on the call. So, he did. Um, he was. He definitely didn't want to part, take part in that conversation. <laughs> little bastard. Um, no, I mean, I think maybe we should we should talk about the trades when we've got them all written down in front of us in case we miss something off them or something like that. Perhaps maybe. All right. Yeah, we can maybe add that into the rookie review and as a, yeah. a bonus at the end. Yeah. That's fair. Are we going to wait for Stormo to say he's back? Yeah, he's back. back. Yeah. He missed right. out on the chat. That was good. No, hey, I mate. heard us. Did you, did you ask me or Stocks if I had something to say? That was the last bit I heard. <laughs> I mean, if you've got something to say, you can say it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And then I, I was talking about the, the trade he did today. And then I was like, oh, God, I've been kicked out again. No one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. We were, gonna, yeah. uh, we were just discussing that we're actually going to potentially talk about all the trades that are going down maybe at the end of the rookie pod. Um, yeah, yeah, cool, mate. Sounds good. Or even a standard one, a, we'll there's, see. There's been a few in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good that people are starting to get their trades going. And I'm pretty sure that then once all the um, rookies have been drafted in real life, then things might start flying again afterwards, especially when... Uh, we'll we'll see where they land. We've got draft next week, haven't we? Is it nine days away, eight days away? Uh, seven days away, I believe. Yeah. It's this time this time next week. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm two days behind. I thought we were on Tuesday, mate. It's actually Thursday tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's not. We're doing a random Tuesday. It's the Thursday today. Yeah. It started with a, it started with a T. Yeah, same, same. Sweet. Sweet. Sweet, gentlemen. It's good to hear your voices again. Yeah, you thanks too. for coming on. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll get ourselves together for a rookie review, and I'll see if I can try find all the trades that have happened, and we could talk about those too. You might need to speak to Stocks' secretary because he's uh, becoming famous again next week. So, yeah, that's very true. Well, we might have to change it back to a Tuesday. We'll see. <laughs> it was only the it, it was it was moved away from Tuesday because it was somebody's birthday. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was Finley's birthday. Happy birthday, Finn. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't just Finley's birthday. And Stocks' birthday. Stocks I forgot birthday. both the birthdays on the same day. That was cool. That's cool. Never forget <laughs> that one, Stocks. Don't you worry, mate. I didn't you just forget it was my birthday. I was quite happy to do it on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you were out, mate. Well, I wasn't yeah, out for early dinner. I mean, this is like midnight now, so we're, we're all good. <laughs> We've only just started on the normal Tuesday part at this time. Yeah. Truth. Fair. Right. Let's let's do it. Let's kick the can. Let's go to bed. Uh, thanks for coming on, boys. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Stamp on the ballers. <laughs>